Okay, hello and welcome to episode 25 of the Value of Talent podcast. I'm your host, Harry Trades, and with me as always, my man, Feda. How are we doing, my brother? Guten Tag aus Germany. Uh, yeah, um, we're doing amazing, as always. Every time I can speak about Sora and just let my emotions free free run. That's amazing. <laughs> and that's when I'm happy. And yeah, um, weather is good. Everything's good. Missing a little bit of the UK already. And of course, my mate, who is bound to come back next week. So I'm happy for that. And I'm not happy for you because I know you would have liked to stay longer. But uh, I'm still happy for myself. I'm egoistic, you know. <laughs> and, um, yeah, pretty good. We won. So that's not the worst. And we got, as you, some of you probably know, we did pull something pretty special especially for the summer period. That's not the bad reward to get. And yeah, let's start. Yeah, no, um, yeah, like Fed is alluding to there, I am still away in America visiting my girlfriend. I will be back this Sunday. Fed is currently away in, away, sorry, in Germany. Um, so yeah, we're on different parts of the continent right now, but we will be reunited in the next couple weeks, I think, when, when Fed returns and, and, and I return this weekend. But also, Feder just alluded to, as you uh, as you might have saw yesterday, we did a live stream. Feder won under twenty three Rare Pro for the first time. It was massive, and yeah, got himself a really nice reward, which we'll, which we'll get into. Uh, I finished fourth myself. Disappointed to not get. I was like ten points away from second. I think Feder was too far away from me to to realistically get first. Um, so yeah, a little bit disappointed in that sense. But we move. Um, but yeah, in today's episode, episode twenty five, we're going to talk. The main talking point, sorry, is, is going to be around the Saudi League. Should so rare. Um, cover it or not, some of the transfers that have sort of recently been um, confirmed there. Uh, we're going to look at some of the transfers just in general, under-23-wise, you know, you got your Arda Grulers and, and so on and so forth are, are being, you know, recently confirmed. Uh, we'll obviously talk about Feder's win. We're going to touch upon the cash wallet because we're still waiting for that. And the under-21 Euros obviously is still ongoing. We just saw um, in the last sort of half an hour or so England um, progress after beating Israel 3-0. We'll, we'll, we'll chat upon, you know, what, what we think of that. But yeah, I guess we'll start with you know the main sort of talking point of this um, of this episode, Feder, and and that's the Saudi League. Like, obviously, there's some massive controversies now on Sora and in the football sphere. I guess with with, with how much of a footprint Saudi are, um, are trying to get and successfully getting. I guess with with a lot of the captures of, of some of the massively you know high profile players in in Europe uh, going over there. J- Jota or Jota, the the Celtic forward, most recent sort of acquisition over there. Um, no, I think today. Has moved. Well, yeah, there's SMS, but he's like the biggest one that we know is confirmed, right? Yeah, kind of. Jota, How? I don't think he's the biggest one. Like the other guys, Benzema. No, but like he's the youngest, biggest one. Like yes. he is. Like the rest, the rest of them are at the end of their careers. Realistically, yeah. Jota is basically just starting out. If we're being honest, after his Celtic um, performances in the last sort of season or so, and to see him move there, I know the the Ronaldo. Factor had a massive part in that being Portuguese himself and playing with him is going to be a massive thing for him. And obviously, he's like 10x in his salary, obviously. Right? Let's not beat around the bush. It's clearly, you know, a, a monetary decision, if we're being honest. Um, and, and, and a part of me can't really blame these players for doing so. But in your opinion, should Sore, I think we covered it last episode a little bit, but, you know, just go in depth on this. Should Sore cover the Saudi league? You know, should they score um, the, the league, if, if that makes sense? Okay, yes. Uh, first of all, let's talk a little bit about Jota. I think you, we just think there was a little confusion. I've, he signed for Al-Hitat, so he's not okay. playing with Ronaldo. 
interesting. Not playing with Anasar. Anasar signed Marcelo Brozovic from okay. Inter and yeah. um, Ali Itad signed Kante, Benzema, and Jota for now. So they Sorry, so it was Benzema that's playing with Jota, not uh, exactly. Not Don't worry, that's a, that's not a, a problem at all. The problem is, I think Jota, as you said, I think like this is generational wealth he can accumulate there over there mm-hmm. and let's be completely honest Jota is a very great player for the Scottish Premier League but he was catched or cast away from Benfica because he was found not good enough for Benfica so I think if somebody like the Saudi League is gonna offer you this kind of money and this kind of money you're probably only gonna get if you're playing for PSG Real Madrid uh, Manchester City I don't think Jota is anywhere near to play at any of those clubs, to be honest. So I think it just makes complete sense for a player like Sota, Jota to do that. Of course, it's, it's it sucks because he's still a cool guy to play in Europe and to watch every Sunday because he's a funny player. He likes Jogo Bonito. And uh, yeah, and uh, of course, for especially for Sora, it sucks even more because a lot of play, people actually um, invested in his card and are keen supporters of Jota just because of Soraya and uh, they found a love of him through Celtic their Celtic stacks and yeah he used to be a very 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 expensive card on Soraya as well I don't know I think last year he he was sold for five ETH I think like in rare let me have a look that's insane in August I think in August (laughs) last year there was a five ETH sale wow yeah seven thousand and seventy four pounds LeBrook James to call ace uh, the 16 of 100 Jota card was sold for, for that amount in ETH. Like you said, that is, yeah, it's five ETH on the dot. Like exactly five ETH. Wow. Yeah, that's in rare. That's in rare, you know? That and is in rare, yeah. So basically this card is worthless <laughs> right now. And um, can I just say, the Super Rare went for 20 ETH. For good, yeah. <laughs> uh, JRG uh, bought that, which is absolutely mental, which was £28,285 at the time. Go on, Feder. And hence that last summer we should have sold everything just rebought in March, basically. You know? And, uh, that's insane, man. That's incredible. Yeah, I mean he was he was the best under twenty three forward at the time, if we're being yes, honest. Like yes. there was like reasons Getson for that, Fernandes. but it's still crazy. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think I paid two E for Getson Fernandez. That was crazy, you know what I mean? <laughs> uh, and um no, but uh, to be honest, we're anyways here for the long term, so we're not selling up. Not going. We're staying. And um yeah, so I don't think personally Saudi League should be covered. I don't care who goes to Saudi and I don't care if you can't sleep at night or whatever. <laughs> I think if we have to, well, I have I have loads of players that could play in Saudi. Um, <laughs> uh, I think we have to stop being like this egoistic or because this one player goes to Saudi, then he's, I'm losing money, then I needed to be covered because if not, uh, this game is stupid and whatever. And I think, of course, in another time that we are right now, um, I think covering this up wouldn't be too harmful. Uh, but at the moment, we, we really can't, um, by any chance, add supply to the, to the gaming factor without adding supply to the reward system or even to the auction to getting money for Soraya. So I'm I'm very keen to understand that I have no freaking problem 
by covering so, uh, Saudi League if we also license Saudi League. So if Sora actually does get some money out of this. Because if not, Sora is going to just pay so much money for this because, of course, Opta is not going to be for free. Second, there's going to be loads of easier thresholds because the league is just still not that good because only seven players are in this way and yeah, the rest are basically very lowest Farmers League uh, level. And uh, also the other point, if you cover Saudi and you don't revamp your whole competition system, for example, that regions get way, way, way more love and also it's basically just also and you shouldn't put your priority lineup in Oster, which is the case right now, because just the competitions are broken. They are still broken. It's unbelievable. Look at Haaland, for example. Haaland is not in the U23 rare pool, and he is in the Champion Europe rare pool, and in the Oster rare pool, but not in that, the U23. Why is that? Because people, and because Oster rare is the best competition to play in at the moment for Sora. You get okay. the most EVE, and you get the best players out of this basically mm -hmm. and you have the chance to get every player to and even play with lower categories of leagues to get players like Mike Magnon, Thibaut Couture and which doesn't make sense because you should only be able or more of course you should be able to get them also because if not nobody's gonna play All-Star but they need to prioritize those regions because people are paying premiums to play in those regions mm -hmm. and they're getting Sorry for saying they're getting screwed by Sora every game week for putting their lineup in the specific region instead of putting it in All Star Rare. And uh, because if you win All Star Rare Pro, that's the best win you can have right now on Sora. I don't care yeah. what. No, you're, it's the you're, best you're right. You can do. But that's been and the case for ages, no? Like that's always been the case, realistically. But it's that I don't know if it that is the the, the reason because. We need to have a little more value for those higher cards, in a way, mm -hmm. for the Champion Europe cards, uh, for the U23 cards. For example, what sense does it make to play yeah. the U23 premium, to pay that, to then not even have the chance to or a higher Haaland. chance to win yeah. a Harlot or a Vinny? Then I just play with Chisinha, Nikashaki, Eduardo, and yeah, the other Jill and Celarayan, and done, you know? Yeah, but then my only argument to this is, my only counter to this is, is is Haaland not in the pools right now because of the supply in the sense of like there's just not that many left anyway, so they're just prioritizing All-Star? Is that what you're alluding to? Because in, in uh, season, obviously, he was in there, right? I think if we look at the reward pool, like I might be wrong, so um, we, some people might check on this, please. I have and a look. Tell you. Yeah. yeah, so I might be wrong. So there was there were 23 Haaland's rewarded. Yes, and then okay. I think of those 23 Haaland's, only seven were rewarded in a U23 competition. And I think like okay. eight, I think nine to ten were uh, rewarded in an All-Star competition and four or five were rewarded in a Champion Europe competition. Okay. And, which is not correct in my way for Haaland. For mm -hmm. me, Haaland should be rewarded. If we have 25 rewards, you have 10 rewards in U23, 10 rewards in Champion Europe, and five in All-Star Rare. Because you should still have a higher... You need to have a higher chance for getting a Haaland if you win a champ, uh, if you win Champion Europe or Under-23. Because if not, it makes no sense competing in those uh, tournaments. Because yeah, why should I... Why should I play my Liverpool stack, which can dominate All-Star as well in Champion Europe, if, if I don't have any kind of benefit? 
Well, I mean, the benefit is... There's no well, benefit. Yeah, there's, I mean... You, yeah. you don't get more ETH because you get even... No, you get, I agree. You get like... Uh, I don't know. You get like so much more even Ulster than in yeah. the region. I mean, it pays like, down more places. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, and it pays yeah. down more places. Like first place in Ulster gets one thousand. Gets basically a Eve on the big on the big weekends. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I think first place in Champion Europe, even Champion Europe Rare Pro, gets zero point two six something like that. You know. Yeah, I just wanted. I just remembered myself though. Can we go back to Saudi first before going into this Holland yes. Ulster conversation? Okay. How did we come there, by the way? Um, good question. I don't know. I think it might have gone from like Jota being an under-23 forward, under-23 yeah, forward maybe. being Haaland. Maybe. I don't know. But regardless, it yeah. doesn't matter. We can go back to that. Um, oh, yeah. So you think... That, oh, no. Go on. We, I know how we came there. By that people then just prioritise buying Saudi players uh, to play them in the Arsenal League to win yeah. those big, big rewards. And but I the said, problem is, Fedor, like we yeah. ha we've had the Chinese League covered. This is the only thing for me. It's like... There's already like broken cards, like Romelu, I know he's injured now, but like we've already had those anomaly cards and, and there's no South, uh, there's no um, Chinese license, right? You can just, you, you can buy cards. If they move to China, they're scored, which is great if you have them. I don't, whatever. You know what I'm saying? My argument is like, why can't we just do that for the Saudi league? And, and, it, and okay, yeah, there's going to be a few broken scores, but there's broken scores anyway. Like, are we really yeah, making it that it, much worse? Yeah, I think it would make that... It that much more. It's, I love Benzema. I think he was one of the greatest strikers to ever live and play this lovely game. But I saw this weekend, this dude is finished right now. And he can't keep scoring hundreds. It's just not how it should be in a way. You know what I what, mean? Are you saying he is scoring hundreds or he isn't? He, if he goes to Saudi, he has a way higher chance of scoring hundreds than if he's playing for Real Madrid. Of course, but like you look at his scores for Real Madrid over the last like year, there's hundreds there, there's ninety sevens. Like, I mean, he's yeah, not going to score a hundred every game if we're being honest. Because just look at Ronaldo, like he hasn't done that. And I'm not Ronaldo, saying Benzema. Yeah. I know he's older, of course, but do you get what I'm saying? Like he's not Ronaldo's not broken in that sense. You know what I mean? Yes, as in like his his yes. scoring. You know what I mean? Like I don't know. I just think the problem I have is just it's just amazing. Mm -hmm. To have Saudi players then, which is not the true thing. Because basically, your mm -hmm. players are not going to be devaluated at all. Because there's no more supply for this. So everybody's just trying to go and try and get this. So, By Saudi the Saudi cards. Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah? But then because people are doing that with China though, aren't they? Really? Yeah, like the problem is, China was a mistake like second division that they did. That they probably won't do again if they could do this again. The problem is if they take away China now, you know how much crying is going to be in course, the, in the community. Yeah, so no, um, that's agree. why they can't do that. But I think at that point, they had like one licensed club because uh, they okay. had they had Romelu cards from this one licensed uh, club. That well, no. Uh, yeah, but then didn't Romelu come from the K-League originally, no? Maybe I'm wrong. Or, but... or maybe K yeah. I think he came from... Or, or maybe they wanted to license the thing because at that point it was a little bit more prestigious, but then they forgot to do it. But they basically paid the opta and then it, it was done. And then it, now at this point, it's harming more the community than to, to take it away than... Than don't take it away in a way, but um, I think if I'm honestly think if if Soraya could not cover China, they would at the moment. They okay. and they did the same. I don't know at that it was another time. They 
they tried to onboard every league they could because they needed mm. to grow, grow, grow and yeah. show the investors, okay, we're growing, we're growing. We added those leagues and this leagues and now you can also play Chinese league and Peruvian league and Colombian league and Uruguayan league and whatever. And mm. they were pretty cheap. So it was a very easy measure to grow exponentially very, very fast. Yeah. And uh, buying a Saudi cover probably is not going to be cheap now because everybody's interested now in the Saudi league. So what should be the case? Um, uh, sorry. Um, if we kind of, if we ever get the possibility that actually Sora makes a deal with the Saudis and actually tries to make it not stand like this is a haram company because we know... Um, Saudis don't really like uh, betting and everything. You, I think you can bet on camels, and that's basically it. And uh, um, <laughs> if we show, if we show them, if Sora can basically prove this is not a gambling side, right? Okay. Which I don't think it. I think it is a gambling side, to be honest. And uh, that's why we also love it as much. And because it's kind of, it's a safer gambling. You don't over, You don't really lose your money. If 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 your if your game week is not performing in a way, and of course your players cannot get and go down and everything, but you still have those players. You can still play them every week, uh, but that's another discussion. Uh, so that would be the dream scenario that actually Sora gets even more funding from the Saudi league. They get actually paid to. Yeah, um, that that was what I was going to say. Like if it flips and if Saudi somehow get on board, and and like kind of intri- like. They kind of pay Sora for the exposure in that sense, and kind of be like, okay, yeah. you know, bring your game to us in that sense. We'll pay you X amount and and whatever, rather than like Sora going out going out of pocket for for the licenses and whatever. I don't know. I, I don't know how it's gonna work. One question I have for you: If Messi was was gonna go there, let's say Messi went there, yeah, do they do they have to cover it? If that makes sense, like would have they had to have covered it? If if you know what I mean. Uh, you got no, Messi and Ronaldo in the league, and it's not covered. You don't think that's a reason to? To, to cover it? Messi. If you can't license it, you should not cover it. I'm just okay. standing over the principle. In my opinion, yeah. that, that's it. You can't... It's not the time anymore for Sora to do this and dilute... Further further dilute their user base and also their investment, which wouldn't help them. Just It's just for... If they do this, it's just for being nice to the to the community, basically. Okay. That's all. Yeah. And, I don't know. I just, uh, yeah. I don't know. It's tough. If Messi, that would be very unfortunate. Maybe, maybe they would have needed to cover this because a lot of whales would have kicked really up re- yeah. kicked up a fuzz because they spent huge money on Messi. Mm-hmm. And if they don't cover it, but uh, I don't think even even if I'm a Messi holder, I, I, I never sold, even when there was the Saudi um, rumors and everything. Uh, I think even then they shouldn't have covered Saudi League. Then you should have had to wait two more years until he goes to Newell's old boys and just finish his career there. But um, I think even if Messi would have gone to to Saudi, I wouldn't have covered it. I wouldn't. I would not cover Saudi. Not with the the competitions we have right now. It's gonna make Asta even more unbalanced, and uh, it's gonna trigger loads of people to sell most of their licensed card to get 
these cards because there's going to be a very scar a scarce uh, supply of them and mm-hmm. uh they're going to score better probably that's what yeah. people assume okay no it's a fair point but look at romelu like i'm yeah. sorry romelu but he didn't third... do very well in the k league though this is what's crazy no, like he was romelu is a Romelu is probably a third division player. Like, not gonna lie. No, for sure. And he's he's scoring like Messi, and that's not the you shouldn't. Or he's scoring like Kylian Mbappe, and but that's the beauty of Sora, though, isn't it? That's no, no, I don't think that's the beauty of Sora. I think this is kind of a problem of Sora because Kylian Mbappe needs to be better than Romelu. I know, I know, I know what you mean. I do. I know. You know, but then, he needs but, to have an edge over Romelu. He just of course. Well, the edge is the edge is you can. Well, okay, this use is where you're going to Europe. Of course, but you're going to say, well, yeah, all stars are the best. Why should you use them in terms of, of Europe? Of course, no, no, it's a good point. That that kind of brings us back to that sort of all star point in in which we're like Romelu is more more valuable than than Mbappe to play in all like in all star. He just is right. Yeah. That's that is an issue in a weird way, um, and I guess the only way to combat that, Feder, right, is just to offer more more Ethan in these regions. Is that kind of and obviously prizes in, in the sense like you can win more Harlands there than you would in All-Star. But surely the ETH is what's going to like entice people to play the Liverpool stacks and the Mbappes and whoever's in the Champ Europe over All-Star. Yeah. yeah. And don't... Maybe not... Yeah, I would just change it with the ETH because you can't really change it with the cards because if you don't give too many... If you don't give the bigger cards in All-Star, which cards are you going to give in All-Star? Because... You can't just maintain all the big cards for the regions because then nobody's like, what do you give in All-Star? You give a tier three for winning it? You know yeah. what I mean? Uh, and yeah. that, of course, you can't do this. But this, the whole EVE should be in the regions, 100%. It should be more important to play the regions than the All-Star game. Done. Yeah, I agree. I do, I do agree with you. I do. That, that, but like, we're not even asking for too much. Just get rid of the Academy EVE and just throw that on, you know? Throw that exactly. into the regions and just see exactly. what happens. Who cares? Who cares about this stupid academy if that's one of the few ideas yeah, that was that a weird decision time. really strange decision that is very stupid i yeah. think it, it has to do something french with french laws that they basically that everybody can win something even without anything in right. in it's okay like yeah. that, so that yeah. they can move forward to what they are planning to do in the future which we are all what which which is what we are all excited about if they can really become kind of the new way of betting let's not say it too loud because they don't want to hear that but hopefully they uh, they become that no i get you i get you for sure um okay england under 21s won against israel today 3-0 in the euro under 21 tournament um i was at one point well i had my my hands in my head after morgan gibbs white Decided to miss a penalty as my captain yeah. under twenty three rare, but then he ended up redeeming himself, redeeming himself, sorry, and scoring a goal in the first half. Um, and yeah, I've got ninety six point five points out of him. We did do an episode a couple of weeks ago, Fed out, where um, you know we sort of said to each other, you know, who do we think is going to win the competition? And we both said England. We're on, we're on record saying that. And do you think that's kind of going to be the case with with the likes of France and? The Belgians and the Dutch all out of the competition. Obviously, we have Spain and Ukraine in um in the other what's that the other semi final right? Yeah, yeah. the semi. Yeah. The semi. So it's basically England's in the final against either Spain or Ukraine. Um, I I don't want to jinx it. Go on. Um, also, because I do like the England team. I think it's mm-hmm. a very very strong team. Uh, I think Ukraine and Spain are both very good because they 
uh, one of the few teams, those two teams that actually play as a team and don't really come out of their stars, which mm, France did and Germany tried to do, it didn't work out for them. And yeah. The Dutch, the Dutch did that, tried to do that as well. And yeah, the, uh, so I think it's going to be a hard opponent. I think, of course, England played against... Uh, who, who did they play against in the quarters? Um, who did they play against? Good question, I'll tell you now. England played against... It wasn't someone very good, was it? Yeah, it was... Oh, that was it. I've, sorry, I've got England under... I've got the first who team up. Uh, they played Portugal, sorry. Yeah, no, they beat Portugal. They played 1-0. 1-0. So that, that yeah. was the first big test. And, that was their uh, big test, yeah. Sorry, that was yes. so And the other game they had were not that great. Like, no disrespect to uh, Israel. I think we all knew that is- England's going to win against Israel in the semis. And, yeah. uh, I mean, they already played them in the, in the group stage, right? Yes. And beat them 2 They already so. won against them in the group stage without any harm. So... Yeah. Um, so they played against Czech Republic, Germany, and twice against Israel and once against uh, the Portugal. Yeah. So um, I think Portugal had really big issues if we saw the tournament becoming a team. So also not a real team in a way. Mm-hmm. Uh, so it's going to be very, very interesting how they're going to play against uh, Spain or Ukraine. I think the, the quality of England team is just gonna is just too high that they're not yeah. going to win it. And uh, they... As we mentioned, and that's why we also said they were going to be the tournament favorites, is they know how to play with each other. They know each other from early youth. They played loads of youth tournaments together. This group of players, which is just unbelievably important in football, that you know how you are, the, how your, how your, com- how your um, teammates, your, your teammates. Sorry, yeah, I wasn't missing yeah. the word. How your teammates are gonna uh, run, where they're gonna stand, how yeah. uh, they're gonna think, and. Uh, that's just super, super valuable, and you see this every day. And that's why, for example, uh, also national teams, which have a huge block of players that play in one in one squad, are most likely very, very strong national teams because they just know how to play with each other, which is a huge, huge, huge um, uh, advantage. Uh, I'm missing the word. Uh, yeah, I'm missing the words today. I don't know yeah. advantage uh, uh, over over the other opponents that have eleven players who just playing completely different clubs but yeah. i really like england i did like aaron gordon the guy from newcastle every game i watched he was amazing anthony uh, Cole. Cole, uh anthony sorry anthony gordon yeah. louis Cowell is absolute beast <laughs> He's Harold, so is a beast as well yeah i think the first episode into the u21 euro cup i said somebody needs to link up Howard Bellis and Levi Corwell in club football. That's what I said on record, I think. And I still believe that's going to be a very good idea. So somebody should do that, to be honest, because they just harmonize so good, those two. Um, yeah, the, the goalie is not bad as well, which is very strange for English goalie. Normally, English goalies are very bad. Yeah. Uh, and uh, <laughs> in, in exception of uh, Ramsdale, he's he's decent goalie. Yeah. And uh, yeah. So, all in all, a very strong uh, um, team. I think you can talk a bit uh, Palmer a little bit because you always talked and told me how good he was. Uh, by the way, Palmer, I heard Bruce Dortmund is really interested in signing him. So, that could be interesting as well. They do like their English 
players, Jude Bellingham, Jaden Sancho, they know how to integrate them as well. So that's not bad. Maybe it's a good move for him. He needs just some game time. He won't get that at City. It's just, it's not because he's not good enough. It's just City. City is the best freaking squad in the whole world. And uh, this guy just needs to play and show what he's worth. And uh, yeah, maybe Dortmund is not the worst idea to go for. No, that could be a good move. That could be really good. Like you said, these young sort of English players who are at big, big clubs, unfortunately, just don't get the game time. And like you said, maybe, maybe a move away, a loan away, can can do him a world of good. Like he's, he's you know, he's, he's behind your Foden's. All these sort of, there's just players ahead of him that just aren't gonna, you know, he's just not gonna get the game time. But I was just looking on on Sura data there. Cole Palmer, three decisives today, hundred uh, from him. Madueke's been pretty good in this tournament, to be fair. But they opted for Cole Palmer this. This game, and it seems like, well, it, it, the problem, the reason is, you know, Cole Palmer can cross the ball, and and Madueke is that's just not really the type of winger he is. He, you know, he's more of a, a take on dribbler, um, in that sense, and that's kind of not what this game uh, needed because you know the Israel was so camped in, you know, they, they they played a low block, and there was just not enough space really to run, yeah. you know, run up players if that makes sense. You have to play through the lines, but like you said, Cole Will, how about it's incredible. Um, Curtis Jones and Gomez, I, I, they've impressed me personally. I think they've kept the ball well. My boy Gibbs White, of course, four goal involvements in four games, um, and I think he's been you know, probably one of the one of the stars of this tournament as far as that goes. But yeah, in terms of like other players in other teams, that like no one at Portugal really impressed me. I mean, João Neres, Neves, sorry, that's been great for Benfica recently. He's he was good. Um, I guess Sergio Gomez, another sort of Man City, you know, player, fringe player that's been great for for Spain. I guess that that hasn't come as like a shock. You know, he's always been good for the under twenty ones, um, and he's kind of you know just done the same. Mudrick in the last game actually got three assists, I believe. Um, yeah, Mudrick played really good. This but he time. didn't play. He didn't play any of the games. Yeah, yeah, it's crazy. Um, so he's in that. I'm just looking now. The starting elevens are out for the Spain Ukraine game, he which came, kicks off in half came, an hour. Uh, he came he late. Came from, yeah, he might have came late came for the from, first uh, game. Yeah. Yes. But he's starting today. Sikan up front. Mudrick on the left. Uh, they got some good players, man. Trubin in goals. They'll, they'll give yeah. Spain trouble today. But that yes. Rodri, have you seen Rodri play for Spain? He's at, uh, I think he's at Betis. Um, he, I haven't watched a single Spain. I really? just watched like 20 minutes of Ukraine, Spain. And I thought, when I, the 20 minutes I saw, I thought Ukraine was the better team. So They did look the better uh, team, you're right. But this, uh, this Rodri, um, Rodri didn't start that game, actually. He came off the bench. Um, but he's looked really good, fella. Left-footed, really small. Um, you know, like I said, plays for Betis. He, he scored really well on Sora the last couple of games. I'm just having a look now. He scored, so he came off the bench last game. Uh, sorry, no, the game before that, he came off the bench, got an assist. Last game, he scored 11 AA in in the Switzerland game. Before that, 39 AA. Before that, 42 AA. Um, so all green scores for for Rodri this this competition. I think Miranda got a goal last week. Uh, we've had tennis in goals. There's been some good some good sort of. Um, yeah, some good players in that in that Spain team. Obviously, France going out was a massive, a massive shock, I guess, in a weird way, but also not. You know, like you said, they they kind of yeah. they just they just don't seem to come together and, and play well. And they have some massive players, your Turkeys, um, you know, Kakares, and you know, whoever Guri. Yeah, they have some massive players. Kevin they have an incredible team. Like on paper, all their players okay. are worth like fifty million each. Easy. Chevalier. <laughs> yeah, they have an incredible team. Um, so yeah, disappointed for them, but it kind of doesn't come as a, at a shock in a weird way, does it, Feder? We kind of, kind of guessed that this would happen, um, just as far as you yeah. know, the the history of of that sort of French team not sort of succeeding. Um, so yeah, that that was an interesting, 
ongoing in the in the competition. But yeah, interesting to see how this Spain game goes uh, against Ukraine. But that kind of yeah concludes the under twenty one section, I guess, of, of the pod. Um, transfers. I mean, this Arda Gula talk, and and it looks like he's going to Real Madrid. It looks done. Barcelona wanted him. You know, Real looked like to have have him. What do we think? It looked done to. Um, it looked done to Ajax as well. So let's wait. And, True, good uh, point. But okay, let's um, say he does go to Real Madrid. How, how do you feel that that goes for I him? I think it's a better move for him than Barcelona. You think? Because um, apparently he's yeah. going to go on loan to Betis, and I don't. He, there's no way he plays for Real Madrid Brad, next year. I'm sorry, he just isn't no, going to no, play for Real Madrid. Of course not. Of course not. Uh, still, because I still think uh, Jude Bellingham is better than him, anyways, in everything different he does. Different players, different players. Uh, Don't even no, 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 go into that. I'm Come still, on. I'm still, I'm still <laughs> holding that. And I'm done. I, everybody of course, he's a better player. It's Jude Bellingham. Of but... course, of course, no. But Adagula, uh, I think it's better way. I think Barca and Turkish players recent years was not the worst, the best the only guy who was kind of decent was the arda guy i don't know if you remember yeah 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 uh, i remember uh, but for example they got the guy, they got the guy from uh, from from rapid Wien as well who's used to be yusuf demir i think his name is and yeah. he was the new wonder kid as well he was also a turkish wonder kid there's also there's a lot of turkish wonder kids always around who did who did and... emre more play for i swear he played for real madrid uh, Emre Mo played for Malaga, I think, when uh, they still used to be in the in the in the first league. But did I think he not he sign got... for Real Madrid? No, 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 no. He 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 played for Dortmund, I and then they Dortmund, loaned him out. Yeah. To... Yeah. Then he loaned him out to uh, to Emre Mo is still twenty four, by the way. You know <laughs> what I mean? I'm just looking at <laughs> Dortmund. Dortmund paid ten million for him. Wow. Yeah. At that at that time, that was a lot of money. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was a lot. He was Where like did 60. he come from? He came Where did from Nordjylland. Nordjylland. Yeah, in Denmark. He played for Celta Vigo, not Malaga. Sorry. Yeah, Celta Vigo. You've got it. And then he played for Faith Karemchuk, and then he went to Fenerbahce for two million euros on July first, twenty twenty-two. So he's gonna be the the, the new Adagula. The, the new Adagula. <laughs> all, all by Emre Moore, guys. And uh, yeah, no other. I think is better for Real. Uh, also, just because Real had Özil as well, a big Turkish player who played for them. Yeah. And uh, yeah, I think if he can become something like Özil, I think he already did everything right in his career. And uh, apparently, they want to have a little bit more money for Fenerbahce. And uh, if that is settled, because he wants to help out Fenerbahce, mm-hmm. that is settled, that's fine. They should invest that money to buy a Aro Muric, so they make me happy as well. And, <laughs> uh, and uh, yeah. What I, about if, I, if they've loaned him back to, to Fenerbahce? Would that be a good SO5 situation? Surely, right? Uh, yes, 100%. But if I would be Real Madrid, I wouldn't do that because... You want him to play in the league, so it's better to loan him. In... But do you think he's going to play though? If for Real Madrid, for Betis Sevilla, probably he's going to play. For for yeah, for Betis, probably okay. But... Maybe, maybe not yeah. even, not even hundred percent sure. Because you but... you've seen this happen with like Kubo, you know, like he's been on like countless loans. Lee Kang In went on loads of loans before getting a move to PSG, like being on loan from but... you know a bigger club in in Spain. You know, I don't know. I just Where think. Is... Where did Lee Kanji uh, play before? Before where did he? Kang In was from Real Madrid, I think. He was so as he... well. Yeah, let me show you. Let me have a look. 
crazy. Or maybe not. He's no, no, I lied, good. I lied, I lied, I lied. No. He was from Valencia. It was just Valencia. Okay, yeah. I swear yeah, that yeah. that's weird. That is. I always thought he went on. No, it was Kubo that went on the countless long. Yeah, it's it? Kubo. Yeah. It's Taki. By the way, still under twenty two, under twenty three for the next two years, and he is kind of very good at the moment in Surrey because he is kind of one of those wingers that uh, that take that rack up a lot of AA. So Taki yeah. was not a bad shout as U twenty three forward for the next season. To be honest, I agree. And, um, very sneaky. Yes, yeah, very sneaky. He actually not... played for Real and Barca, by the way. Like he was in Barcelona's academy as a kid, and then moved to Real Madrid. If that makes yeah. sense. Um, Do they have a buyback clause? But it's it's like Odegaard. Odegaard was also a Real Madrid wonder kid, point. and they never played for. Uh, yeah, but now I he's guess, yeah. very good. He's a very good player, as you see now for Arsenal. Yeah, and it's just Real Madrid. Real Madrid is another level. Real Madrid is the is the pinnacle of football. It's it's just it's it's the Olymp. I, I'm sorry to all. I am a Bayern Munich fan from since my birth, uh, and I am also sorry to Barcelona, but. Real Madrid is the pinnacle of football. It is. And nobody can say whatever they want. And, um, of course, you have to be special, 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 special. You have to be Jude Bellingham special to play for Real Madrid. You know what I mean? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. It's, I hope Arda can make it because I like him. And I know a lot of my friends who I respect in football, like you, Chani, um hold him very high so i hope you're right and he does he does actually uh, succeed su su succeed yeah so, yeah so he has success basically in at real madrid uh, and uh, he doesn't play right now and i think it's better to loan him out than sitting in him the on same the league if that makes sense yes, yeah league. just loan him out to rayo valcanao i think for rayo he should play you know what i mean or or, yeah. or it's awkward like, though isn't it because he's like 18 19 like playing in like the the you know this the second half of the spanish league if, yeah. in that sense on a weaker team yeah he's gonna play but is he gonna be like that effective like no, it's easier to be effective for fenerbahce because they're the best team in the league right realistically but but, but yes no they're not the best team in the league. They're one, one of the of best the teams. Best teams. Uh, yeah i agree with you but maybe that's also what can help him in progressing in his football career because he 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 understands the how other to side play of the dirty game. sometimes, yeah. you know, to play yeah. dirty sometimes, and that what you have to do to against better opponents games. in a way. Yeah, yeah exactly. So yeah. that's not a bad. Uh, no, it's not a bad thing. I just yeah. think you know, as an SO five card, it might not be that great. If that no, makes no, SO five card, I don't think he's gonna be that great. To be honest, I don't understand, and I'm very happy that I didn't win him because I don't understand the price he has at the moment for uh, on Sora. Uh, because he's so it's very, probably very because of the Ajax links and you know the yeah, like those expensive. moves where he could have been like a crazy SO5 player but you just never know football's a funny game and he is yeah. exceptionally talented it's just you know yeah is he going to get the chances uh, to to show that maybe maybe not we'll Let, see. let's 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 talk about it in in FIFA rating i think he <laughs> could one day be a 91 FIFA card yeah probably. if everything goes back uh, good you know Correct. what i mean yeah yeah that's that being said, I think he's pretty talented. And I don't think loaning him to Rayo Valcanao is a bad idea or to Ude Las Palmas who just got nearly promoted because then he learns another side of football and yeah. also gets indulged in the Spanish way of living, which is different than the Turkish as well. Okay. And uh, yeah, it, it will help him in the long term. I think 
if he signs, he's probably going to sign for six to five years. So yeah. they have loads of time to develop him to the diamond he actually is so that he can actually then help Real Madrid and be a crucial part of Real Madrid. If he goes now and just stays on the on the bench, he might end up as, uh, as Dani Ceballos, who was an amazing player. Amazing player. But then he never really got loaned out, only later. So he stayed one or two years in the Real Madrid game, which kind of stalled his development. Then they loaned him out to Real Betis. Then they loaned him out to Arsenal. And then he came back. And now he's just a reserve for Real, uh, Real Madrid, which is not the worst in life, to be honest. But No, um, no for sure. But a great uh, player. Great player. Exactly. But I think he could have been so much more. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And, I agree. Uh, yeah, yeah. I just don't want that to Arda to happen. So... Loan him out, um, get him. He needs experience. I see this every time. Every there's exceptionally talented players playing at this moment in time because also our academy's got so much better than in the past. Yeah, they just sometimes you just see they lack experience. They lack okay. Now I should have passed and not just do something on my personal self. I just (laughs) the other guy just was so much better in a better position. And I should have done that. And that's what they need to learn to be exceptional players and not only exceptional talents. That's great. it. It's a great, yeah, it's a great way to, to put it. Um, okay, on, on a bit of a, a less positive note, I guess, because I know you're going to be ranting and raving here. Cash wallet, Fedder. When is it coming? We saw Chani tweet. So, yeah. and I guess Dan replied and basically said, you know, we're going to update you guys like very soon. I think he said next week, maybe. I don't know. Like, you know, how close are we? Like, give us a date, like, or give us a month, or whatever. Give us a week. How, how long? How long do we think this is all away? I think from? it's gonna come with the new season. At this point, I think. Like just maybe, before, like. I think maybe a week before, or uh, okay. completely launching with the new season. I think I heard good things, so we know it's coming, which is amazing. We need mm-hmm. that for mass adoption in the future and playing this game in the next five to six years because people would just loads of people would just get bored just buying eve bring it on the platform yeah or, it's a barrier get, isn't it? it's a big or barrier. withdraw eve and then change it on binance or kraken or whatever and then then pay it out to your bank account it's just a yeah. barrier and the only thing which i'm not as if because of course sora is this is the only thing what i don't understand sorry that they have they have like an open source so you can basically see whatever they do in the back end and we already know the provider of this fiat wallet it's right, going to be okay. Mango Pay, and Mango Pay is not a good provider. Has one of the worst recessions in the whole internet, and uh, really? yeah, I don't know. That's the bad. That's the negative. Supposedly, that's Mango okay. Pay. A friend, um, a friend of mine who basically checks the API um, pretty frequently told me that. I don't know how trustworthy that is. I trust him, so I I'm willing to say this in the podcast. Uh-huh. Uh, but yeah. Mango Pay, everybody can look it up. is not the most. It's not the lo- most loved, but it's better than nothing. So I'm very, I'm happy with that. Interesting, because like Maybe we had, the- I've not used um, what? What's the one that you can use now? Uh, or not? Not cash? You know, what's, ramp, ramp, ramp. Yeah, like you know, I, all I hear is negativity from ramp. If I'm being honest, you know, in that sense, from from users. So I, I you know, it might be. Hopefully, it's just an improvement on that, and obviously, it's not you know crypto related. So it should be. It should be an improvement, right? Surely. Yeah, uh, hopefully, yes. The thing is, Mango uh, Ramp and MoonPay is not bad. They work pretty decent. Everything is fine. The still thing is, you still get ETH. And if you don't want to have ETH, what you do? What are you going to do with the ETH, basically? Plus, yeah. MoonPay and Ramp, the fees are quite high. But uh, the servers okay. do work. Yeah. 
it's just yeah. the fees that are high. So basically, if you want to upload 2.5 ETH, for example, oh, that's yeah. very high. Um, but Bang, then you yeah. basically, yeah, but then basically you pay one. 0.15 in fees, which is massive amount of money. It's like $200. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, it's $250. And uh, yeah, that's of course not very, very nice because with $250, you already kind of get the rare goalie nowadays. Uh, <laughs> how does, and... how will the transfer work with, let's say this mango pay? Like, will there be a big fee? Do you think involved in transferring the ETH? I hope to... not. I hope not, but there will probably be a fee. There will just okay. be a fee. It's yeah. because those services have to survive somewhere. Of course, and, uh, yeah, yeah. I just hope it's not gonna be ten euros uh, or ten dollars on hundred dollars. Just I hope it's right. like gonna be like two dollars, two dollars on a hundred dollar. That's fine. You know what I mean? Yeah, you just gotta hope the volume of of yes. transactions outweighs the you know the the actual percentage that that they're gonna exactly. use in that sense. As a okay, exactly. that makes sense. Um, Okay, so yeah, hopefully, you know, this, this cash wall is coming. Because obviously, you know, the, the season, you know, European seasons will start what? Like August 1st, right? Around then? August 1st. Yeah. yeah. August 1st. Like the, the week of August 1st, let's say. So, you know, what are we? We're like, starts then. Okay, so what are we? We're That's, like six, seven weeks out, yeah? No, no, I think it's like four weeks, brother. Three to oh, four July. Weeks. Sorry, yeah, yeah, we're in July. Sorry, I looked at I looked at the the time, and I I looked at Jewel, and it looked at like it looked like June. Um, it's four weeks. It's four weeks. Then it we is have four to, weeks. Yeah, you're right. We Jesus, have the is, yeah. Back. Wow, that's it insane. That's like eight. That's eight game weeks. <laughs> really, eight game weeks. Yeah. Yes, we have Europe back. Well, I also saw today the Copa Libertadores. Um, like fixtures are out and, and they're, yeah. they're being played that week as well. So that week's going to be crazy in terms of, you know, the, what what sort of teams are going to be uh, flying around as far as... Crazy yeah. scores that week because <laughs> so many players will be so bumped up in XP in that way without uh, losing their 5%. Course. At that stage, at that stage, you have like players with 14% lying I have, around, you know? I have Timber. I have Timber on 14%. I have Vinny yeah, on 13% right now. Yeah, you see, that's a huge, like, course, score but 100. But that's no, I have no, like, collection bonus on them. Imagine I if know, I had, I like, 5%. That's 20% rares. People have that, right? Nah. Uh, <laughs> Some people highest, might have close, right? My highest rare I have is 17.5%. And who's that? Uh, wait, no, it's, yeah, it's 17 point, It's Franco Armani. Ah, because of the river stuff. Okay, yeah. Yes. Well, yeah, yeah. Good point. I've seen, I've seen some big river collections with, with, uh, yeah, big multipliers. Um, okay, interesting. Okay. Yeah. Go on. Yeah. Yeah. No. No. But this is gonna wreck up. I remember last August and the the, the scores were really high because mm -hmm. the the XPs were just that good. Crazy. But um, to be honest, you have your Tim already a year, so forty percent is quite usual. Yeah, yeah, I won him a while ago. So that you hear that people think he's gonna be benched. I mean, I can't see how he just walks into Arsenal's team. Do you? No, I can't see it as well. I think Gabriel is a really good defender and Salah yeah. as well. Well, <laughs> yeah, the only thing I can see is if they do the Man City thing and play like a three at the back and go, yeah. you know, Saliba, Gabriel's left-footed, and then go Timber on the right, if that makes sense. But that means Ben White misses out, which I I can't really see how that's gonna. Yeah, go down. But Ben White's not a right back, so I don't know. It's it's interesting. I think he's going to provide depth. You know, I think he's the first defender to come into yes. that side if there's an injury. I I can't see how he walks in as as number. Yes. You know, just uh, as a starter. No, but I, that's just 
that's just me being pessimistic and, and realistic. Saliba won probably one of the greatest, if not the greatest, talent of his generation in the way uh, of this of, uh, as talent. Gabriel is an amazing defender. Yeah, he's a, a monster. proper like, defender. You're not going to displace player. those two. Yeah, there's yeah. no way you yeah. displace. Gabriel is just a tiny bit beneath Ruben Diaz and Virgil van Dijk. You know, that's how yeah. good he is. Yeah, you know, really and good. Uh, Dimba really needs good. needs to step up. But I don't think he he's. Of course, somebody's going to get injured anyway, so he has going to. Yeah, he's going to come in at some point. Yeah. yeah, that. Uh, that kind of brings me on to a little little bit we can finish the you know, last 12 minutes of this podcast off with with you know like talking about like I was I was on my laptop earlier like creating a little depth chart of just you know my rare cards and well especially specifically you know euro under 23 rare cards uh by position and 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 how I how I'm looking for this new season you know I I prioritized it by you know position your know, goalkeeper defender midfielder forward and like you know, Timber was one of the the higher options I had before he moved to Arsenal. Um, as far as you know, using him next year, but now he's sort of come down that list. And it was just interesting to like lay out you know who I have next season um, to to kind of count on. And uh, you know, it, it it kind of spurred me to to do that after I won my uh, my Warren what's his name Warren Zaya Emery yesterday, who's obviously a midfielder, um, but he's obviously quite far down in that midfielder depth that I have. But yeah, I think defenders for me is well, rare defenders specifically is where I'm like weakest. I think my forwards are kind of okay. Um, I, I can't, yeah. I'll go through them just by you know depth in that sense. So I think yeah. I had Vinny, Vinny at the top. I had Cherky just below him, uh, Kulisevsky and Brennan Johnson kind of on yeah. par with those two. And then I had Jason. Um, I won a tier three Jason Seca or Keka. Um, yeah, who's yeah. a good player. Yes, you have Jesus Ferreira until November, probably. Of course, so yeah. Right. I was just talking about you know Euro yeah. cards. I have Jesus. I have yeah, Thomas Magno. Know, know. Um, so yeah, that that my, I think my rear foot forwards are okay. My midfielders are like yeah. where I'm strongest. I have like Leighton Clarkson, Enzo, Pedri, Gibbs White. Um, I have Utkin. You know, I have I have a good five or six sort of players there. But in defense, I'm just I, I look at it. And I'm just like like I, my my best player right now on on paper is Gaston Avia. Which is you know a good card to have. Like he's not he, he he'll probably yeah. be really good next year if he plays at centre back and you know he's a good good option. You know Thiago Diallo, our boy. Hopefully he'll be back for this new season. I don't know yeah, when he's. He needs to be back. Yeah, probably he's November. Back. November. Okay. November. Obviously I had Timber, but he's obviously moved. I have Fafana, which is somebody I can you know semi count on. Hopefully if he doesn't, um, yeah. if he you know gains his position back, I have Belakotchap, which is Fafana's good... made out of glass though. He is, Fana's yeah. All, all my defenders are fed up. Thiago Diallo, Fafana, you know, they're all. Thiago I have Diallo is, yeah. Thiago Diallo is yeah. first big injury. But that's oh, a big really? one. I understand. Yeah. That was a big one. I have Nico Williams. Um, I have Van Heck. Hopefully, he can somehow get a move somewhere. Uh, but Belakotchap's the one I'm, I've got high hopes on, sneakishly, in, in terms of move. I saw Monaco interested. Did you see that today? Um, yeah, I don't know if Monaco is the best. It's not the best. Move. No, of course it's not. Um, it's not the best move, but I think anywhere he ends up will be okay. But I don't know. Yeah, there's obviously like Leipzig who have sniffing around like Lukeba and stuff. Who would you say you know position positionally? And I guess my my let me just tell you my my goalkeepers obviously Costa, um, you know Bazunu and then uh, Verbruggen is as my three sort of European under twenty three goalkeepers. Where would you say you need to improve on as far as like rare positional? under 23 pieces next year is it defense you're you're weak is it up front what, what would you say stands out for you right now uh for me it's 
as we know, we won U twenty three D. We, we didn't basically talk about this. We need to well, talk we about it. Yeah, 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 we need yeah. to at, at the last. We talk about this last. I think my weakest position in U twenty three overall, rare. yeah, in rare, is midfield. I'm very well set in defense. I'm very well set in. Uh, in, in attack and I'm now very well set in uh, in in goalie position as well even if probably gonna buy as well I'm gonna I'm probably until until Thiago Diallo is back probably gonna buy Lucas Chevalier so I can stack them together so he's not imminent purchase but he's gonna come at a certain point into the club mm-hmm. um for the for forwards I have enough I'm very very keen on that and for defenders as well, because I have my Bayern boys, I have Jalo. Uh, yeah. 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 I'm just um, looking at your forwards now. So just to tell the listeners, Jonathan David, Trincao, Garnacho, uh, sorry, Doku, Goncalo Ramos, um, and Francisco uh, Coenchao, which is a, it's yeah. a good good contingency of, yes. of forwards there. Midfielders, you've got yeah, Enzo. I've got I Enzo Batterina. Yeah, okay, so Enzo Batterina. You have Susic, who's injured. Uh, yes. Cesar Galabert, Florentino Luis uh, record, uh, Junior Onana, Glebov. Uh, Junior Yaris. Onana could be great. He, he could, could actually fight for it because now Seko Fofana is gone or isn't, I don't know, if he, but he's probably gone to Saudi Arabia. So okay. there's one big vacancy in the long uh, midfield. Mm-hmm. So that He could take over that. Yeah, and Quincy every Timber. time he plays, he makes 70 just of AA. Junior yeah, Nana. that could be a that could be a sneaky one. Anana could be sneaky, obviously. Quinton Timber, Yari Vashan, who's obviously injured, and then we've yeah. got Sandro Tonali. Um, so yeah, yeah but... I mean, you know, Enzo and Batterina obviously stand out there, don't they? As, as the yes, two, t- those two yeah. are the tier zeros. But uh, that's why I, I really would have loved a Florian Wirtz. I really would have loved a Florian mm, Wirtz. That would have been nice. Yeah, that would have gave me the last depth in U twenty three. Plus, mm-hmm. the crazy thing about Florian Woods, I could have in some in some certain game weeks, I could have played them Champion Europe, which is amazing yeah. as well. Mm-hmm. Because if, for example, uh, Guaymares is gonna play against uh, City, and the uh, Florian Woods is gonna play against uh, Heidenheim, I'm probably gonna use high, uh, Florian Woods. You know what I mean? And for sure. Uh, for sure. So I really would have loved the Florian Woods, the guy who I won, who we're gonna spoil a li- later. Could buy me Florian Wirtz, but I just don't want to spend the ETH on Florian Wirtz. I would have just loved to win it. Mm-hmm. I'm just looking at the defenders you have now. Howard Bellis, Bayer, Alfonso Davies, De Ligt, Thiago Diallo, Nianzu, Simakan, Guardiol, and, and Botman. So yeah, you're probably... You're probably yeah, I'd say your four... Well, I don't know. Would I say your forwards are strong, stronger than your defenders? Um, I, I don't know. I think it's quite even. I think your yeah, defenders think and your forwards a... are quite even, quite yes, balanced. Yeah. Um, yeah, pretty balanced. Uh, goalkeepers, I'm... Van der Voort, Bazunu, Mamadashvili, and Nicholas Hadel. Um yeah. decent decent four. That is obviously Mamadashvili might be going to Bayern, we don't know, but the other three are, are pretty pretty set, I would say. Um yeah. so no, I think you're looking pretty good. Like you said, yeah, could you add one more sort of tier tier zero midfielder in there to kind of bump out yeah. bump out the midfielders? Possibly. That that would probably be the only gap for me. I think my defender gap is is what I need to concentrate on um as far as getting in somebody like i don't know like a slot like i'd like to get a slotter back or someone like that you know someone tier zero related where you know i can kind of just trust him every week realistically to, to come and do a job for me get me yeah. you know a 25 30 aa and 
and I yes. can call it a day. Um, that's kind of what I'm lacking, I think, uh, which everyone is lacking, I guess, in some ways. Okay, we'll end the pod, Feder, on the, your the, your massive one. Oh, you wanted to, to add something? The good thing is, if our boy, Daniel Utkin, becomes <laughs> our boy again, I'm yeah. okay-ish on midfield as well, because I'm going to play him then in D3. And then I, then I can choose in D four between Enzo and Baturina, and that, yeah, good point. Which good is point. which is depth enough, you know what I mean? Yeah, like yeah, it's deep enough. enough. Sure. And uh, but the problem is the last five six games of Urkin were more than terrible. So yeah, uh, very very bad. Let's see how this is gonna shocking. Yeah. Yes, Padrosnov invested a lot of money. They they resigned Lebov. Okay. Yeah. Just one thing. What yeah, do yeah. we do with Florentino Lewis? I don't know what to do with him. That's the only card I really don't know what to do I with. Things have gone. I mean, have things gone quite quiet on. Even in, at Benfica, he won't play. Joe Neves is better. You think? He he played the last games. But they they I know against... I know. But I just can't he's see gonna... how they're gonna. Uh... He's gonna like, play. They're not gonna the... make him rot on the bench again. I just can't see it, Feder. There's too much money in it for them. Like they can, they can potentially sell him for like 30, 40 million now. Like surely you would just do that, right? As long as somebody's willing to, to pay it. I don't know if somebody's willing to pay 30 million for Florentino Lewis, to be honest. Yeah. I, I wouldn't, to be honest. I wouldn't. No, I probably agree. Yeah, I probably agree. I would uh, buy him for 15 million max, to be honest. Yeah. Like for 30 million, you get the Ryan Gravenberg, you know? Uh, yeah, just in class. Like, no disrespect to Flo. We love Flo. I think he's a yeah, decent he's, player. Yeah, he's just know. a decent player. He's not that. No, but not many players. Not many players can cover the ground that Flo does and yes. retain he's the ball. Very like good that. Yeah, like he's quite yeah. unique in that sense. Like, not many like yeah. sixes do that good. Of what a I job, heard, if that makes sense. What I heard and what I read is, and from trusted sources as well that. Liverpool thinks Romeo Lavia is too expensive. I've seen and that. And might yeah. look and might look for Florentino Ruiz instead of uh, Romeo Lavia. Right. But yeah, 50 million for Romeo Lavia, I don't think is I think it's too much. I think 50 million for any player is too much, but in these times of football, 50 million is okay-ish for Romeo Lavia. And, it's okay, uh, yeah, but I still think it's a lot of money, isn't it? If if you're trying to tell me, yeah, like oh, if you're yeah. telling me that if if Flo's not worth thirty, then Lavia can't be worth fifty. I know there's a bit of nah, an age gap, but you know it's what I mean. Just the age, yeah. it's just the age because Lavia's eighteen, you know. So you get you have another five years until he's as well, old. Well, no, I think he's I think he's nineteen right now. Okay, but you know what I mean. Even yeah, but that does make. Years. He's 19, January 5th, he's born. So, yeah, I six think months. Florentino Lewis would not be the worst for Liverpool, but he won't play for Liverpool. Let's just be real. I think he's I think he's a good, like, Fabinho replacement, if I'm being honest. He does a very similar job, and he's more athletic right now. Fabinho's legs are finished, by the way. Like, completely no, finished. Fabinho should go to Saudi. Yeah, <laughs> he needs to go to Saudi. But, um, yeah, it's interesting. Yeah, I, I do hope Flo somehow ends up in a, in a good spot. Maybe, you know, AC Milan, you never know. I know they want Tijani, but... They want Tijani. Mm. I love Tijani. And I'm yeah, not going to sell him even if he is. Tijani is a better player than Florentino Lewis, to be real. But... Um, cool. um, different, different player, though, again. Completely different, 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 though. Uh, 100% agree. Uh, the best case scenario for Flo is he stays at Benfica and just racks up all the AA again. <laughs> well, but yeah, I don't know if that's going to be happening. 
that's gonna happen. Well, so why I'm can't very... they play? Why can't they? Why can't they play Jao Neres with with Florentino Luis? Because it's only Chiquito was really playing. Arnaus was playing on the wing. I don't know. I think I think there's room for both of them. Yeah, but you have Orkun Kutsku. Where do you play him? Uh, of course. Well, yeah. Depends if he plays in. Well, yeah. Depends if he plays in the ten or not. He's gonna play. 100%. Of course like, he's playing. No, no. Of course he's playing. But I just mean where. Like if they play four two three one, is he one of the two or is he in the three? If that makes sense, is he playing as the ten? I don't know. Yeah, um, I don't know. Oh, you're right. In, we will see. Time will tell. Time, yeah, will tell. time will tell. But we'll end on on your obviously your your big win. You know your first under twenty three rare pro victory. Um, you won yourself a Van der Voort, obviously and some yeah. ETH as well. I finished fourth uh, in the same competition. It was just lovely to see us both flying high on the leaderboards. The value talent boys uh, representing Thank rare you. pro. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus Ferreira. 100 at half time. <laughs> yeah, um, no. Completely smashed it. Are you playing your Jesus this weekend against Canada? Yeah, of course. Of yeah, course. You have to, right? Jesus is Jesus. <laughs> know, Jesus is so good. Like, the, alone how he just touches the ball and everything. I really like yeah, Jesus Ferreira. He's sharp, isn't he? He's so sharp in he's, front of the He's very nice. I, I just like, he has, he's, he has the right mentality as well. He always wants to win and uh, yeah. he never smiles. This guy never smiles. <laughs> never satisfied, right? Except when he scores. Yeah, and yeah. I don't think Canada were They're that okay. frightening. Yeah. They were that frightening. I think he can score one or two against them. Or oh, at least have so. one decisive against them. You'd and hope he's, so, yeah. he, And he's the kind of striker who, who who's very capable of racking up 15 to 10 to 20 AA, basically. Yeah, he so links up well. He links up well, gets attempted assists and all that jazz. Uh, on top yeah, of scoring you, goals, you know. Um, yeah, I'm going to trust him. I'm, yeah, I'm going to trust him as well. The Bayek doesn't have a good uh, matchup as well. Anyway, he plays against so. my boy, the yeah, John Book boys. Come on, so the John it's, uh, Hopefully it's going to be a 0-0. Zero, zero. This weekend, I have... Lit- this is no exaggeration, right? I've set up... I have, like, say, five teams. I have two yeah. players playing away from home out of 25. Everyone else That's is at really. home. How crazy That's is that? That's and the and, and the only two is Talis Magno and Santi Rodriguez, which is just crazy. Uh, which yeah i know that's you know a problem in itself but everyone else is at home which is just actually crazy i've never had i've never set out lineups like that before where like that's good 95 percent is, is at home so if that's i can't good. win anything this weekend feda i might as well sell up because nah, nah. <laughs> you, you need to wait until santi rodriguez gets a decent striker to play with i know that's i know that's he's so good but yeah they, i watch every new york game i literally watch every new york game and it's so frustrating he actually scored last game week actually fed but he was offside it was it was a really good finish well santi um and oh, he laid and he laid he laid magno in for a really nice easy not easy goal but easy enough and uh yeah he i don't know what well. happened to magno i don't know what happened his to confidence is shot mate honestly like his confidence is shot but santi's so i know santi's suspended tonight so he won't be playing i know, no, I, know um, I know that's good. I played, so we know I played Richie Ledesma instead. I have. Yeah, really? yeah. I mean, I have a good little chance in a rare, under twenty three rare with a DMP goalkeeper. Maybe. I think I'm gonna finish. Yeah. I think I'm gonna get a tier three if if Talis and uh, and Ledesma do the business. Um, I should I should get a decent reward this midweek as long as well. Now that Gibbs White has got me basically a hundred points with with captain. But last night actually, Fed. I just want to just a random one. Ricky Puig yeah. last night was absolutely. No, Feda, I'm, I'm not joking. I've never seen this good of a performance in an MLS team. I watched the game. Obviously, 4th of July last night. I came home. Yeah, of course, he was, called, he was called a clown. Of course, he's going to rack <laughs> up the best thing of What happened? Career. Did someone call him a clown? Yeah, you remember the, the... I think there was a cup game where yeah. 
basically um um la galaxy played against lafc so derby time but lafc had the, the big Concacaf champions league final right after the cup game so they basically uh, played the c team they actually played the c team they just you. played yeah, you yeah. the players uh-huh. and uh, ricky push scored in that game so he likes derbies he does uh, like derbies. Yeah, yeah yeah and then he celebrated like uh messi so like really like uh, oh i've seen it messi. i've seen it yeah, yeah yeah i've seen it yeah. took his top off and yeah yeah i have and seen then, and then he has a press conference, and meanwhile he's having the press conference. Uh-huh. Kilini gets out of the door, walks away, and the meanwhile he's walking away, he basically screams "payaso" in the best way because he knows because the the the, the chambers are gonna echo, so everybody's gonna uh, hear that. He knows that, yeah, of yeah. course. Yeah, and uh, and just walks away and just screams "payaso," which uh, in Spanish means clown. And because he Got did you. that celebration, <laughs> and of That's course, so uh, it, of course, he had a fire pushed. in his belly. Yeah, bro, yeah, but he was he was ridiculous last night, though. No, seriously, now I've never seen a midfielder or a player in the MLS like rip it up like he did. He was honestly, honestly, I can't even explain. Like he hasn't even been that good this year, but. That game last night, oh my god, he was frightening. Obviously, he scored a hundred on Sora, but even before that, bro, honestly, like he yeah, was like a level, maybe like three or four levels above everyone on the field, and that's no exaggeration. I don't own one; I'm not biased. Rike Push is maybe a super rare, but he added, he's a good super rare to have, I think. Of course, he is. Yeah, but he's he was yeah. so good last night. Yeah, I haven't uh, watched the game yesterday. It was too late. No, yeah, yeah. No, um, okay, let's finish up. So we won. We got ourselves a nice little Martin van der Voort in the yep. summer break, which is pretty decent, I would say. Perfect. And I love it. I'm loving it. I have four years more of U23 utility as a goalie. He's going to yep. go to a Champions Europe a team afterwards where he's supposed to start. If not, probably they're going to loan him out anyways again. He's playing for a very good team in his respective league with lower table opponents he's playing midweek which is also amazing so i think in all in all it's a big and clear win it's a big big w yeah big w only thing i don't really like about it is i would have loved the eve because i have some players on my list to buy but he's that good that i would not want to sell him because he just gives me so much utility Mm -hmm. so i just should keep him but saying that, I also then need to buy other players around him to make the best out of him, some other gang players. So there's, instead of crossing some names off the list, you I added it. more <laughs> names, which is frustrating, but it's fine. <laughs> yeah, no, it's, yeah. I mean, no, it's a good win. It's a great win for you. Obviously, goalkeepers are few and far between in the under-23 category, especially ones that have, you know, God knows how many years of utility like Van der Voort. So... It's a long-term win for you in that sense, um, yes. as far as utility goes. Um, you know, they're not renowned for keeping many clean sheets, if we're being honest, Genk. Like, they're just no. not. Like, I was a Questor owner last year, Super, I still have him. And yeah, there was very, very f- few games where they would get clean yeah, sheets. Maybe, um, maybe, but maybe Van der Voort does make a lot of saves and stuff. So, you know, he does get good AA from time to time. And, you know, that odd game week where he does get the the decisive clean sheet, then, you know, you, you know you're going to get like 70 minimum out of him, um, which is great. Yeah, and your first owner good, as well, which is good. First owner, the thing, the good thing about Van der Voort is you can stack him up pretty nice also with Daniel Munoz. 
which then is also a very nice also rare stack. Yeah, way, yeah. If, if you, you wanted to do that, trade. yeah. So I'm gonna probably gonna buy Daniel Munoz just okay. for the utility for the extra utility. If I don't use him in under twenty three, because and then it's actually well, yes, and, and midweek, yeah. yeah. So that's yeah. a good stack to have there as well. So yeah, I'm all in all, I'm very happy. I thank you all for always supporting us, and yeah, that's it. Thank you for this week. Been a good episode. Um, yeah, hour and eight minutes in. I think we've covered everything we wanted to do, and yes, yeah, and we'll, we'll cut. Yeah, and probably more. If you haven't given us a review on Spotify and then maybe Apple Music or Apple Podcast, please do so. Um, a positive one would be greatly appreciated. And uh, yeah, thank you for listening to us every week. Sometimes we, we miss a week, and and that's our our fault and stuff. And we, we kind of try and make up for it where we can. But yeah, it's been a great week. You know, Fed has a lot of success. I, I had. Had a good amount of success myself as well, and I, and I, I wish you all the same uh, for this midweek and, and of course this this upcoming weekend. We're, we're closing in on this U- European season starting, and I'm just buzzing to see where where Sora is going to be in the next sort of month or so. So um, yeah, been a pleasure. Thank you for joining me, and uh, thank you for being here, Feda. And we'll see you guys next episode. Yeah.